Welcome back to the Self-Care Bestie podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burse, LCSW, and I am so very glad that you are joining me today. If you are listening in real time, it is January 22nd, 2020, and the holidays are behind us, and now we're kind of really into the thick of winter. And we might also be in the thick of seasonal depression season. Womp. So I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. You guys remember that from SNL, right? But I'm just trying to deal it to you straight because that's what besties do, right? So to be honest, you don't have to have a diagnosis of seasonal affective disorder to feel rather blah when the darker winter months set in. It's a scientific fact that most people are just plain happier when the sun is shining and it's not negative 23 degrees outside. Now, obviously, there's plenty to love about winter, especially, you know, in the holiday season, but that's long gone now. And in case you're feeling a bit down and out due to the change of seasons, I'm going to give you a short and sweet list of ways that you can cope. So the number one thing to do is check your vitamin D levels. I would definitely have those checked with a doctor if you haven't in recent months. My sister-in-law is a very, very smart nurse, and she often says, I'm sure that we are all low in vitamin D, especially living in the Northeast like I do. But even if you don't live in the Northeast, I mean, the Midwest is pretty dreary as well. There's other places where you might not be getting a lot of sun and vitamin D from the sun this time of year. So go ahead and get those levels checked. I actually had routine blood work done when I was in the process of becoming a foster mom last year and everything was totally fine except my vitamin D. So I started taking supplements and I haven't looked back. And actually my son, my oldest son is also low in vitamin D and I've noticed a dramatic change in both of our moods and energy levels when we are regularly taking vitamin D. So chat with your doctor before starting any new supplements, obviously, but this was a game changer for us versus. All right, number two, is don't go it alone. So when you feel very meh every day, for lack of a more clinical term, it's easy to want to hibernate under your weighted blanket and rewatch your favorite movie for the one millionth time rather than go out and be social. And there's not anything wrong with that. Until, of course, there is. So if you find yourself never going out, then you're likely going to make your seasonal affective disorder symptoms worse. So try to plan something fun to do with friends a couple times each month to make sure that you're not having too much alone time. And also remember that even if you can't schedule a coffee date during a certain week or month, you can still get many of the same benefits of said coffee date by heading to the coffee shop yourself with a book or a magazine and just being out there in the world. The bottom line is that all alone time and no social time makes Jane a sad girl. You get it? Sad, seasonal affective disorder. A little too much. All right, sorry. Just therapy jokes. Number three on the list is get physical. So if you've been hanging around here for long, you're probably a little tired of me telling you to exercise. Trust me though, I have to tell myself to exercise too. But for me, it's more for my mental health than anything else. I absolutely relate with struggling to work up the willpower to work out at times, but I'm always so glad I did. And I'll bet you feel the same way. So when you are feeling down, try giving yourself a few different options for exercise and see which one feels best to you. It's usually easier for people to answer the question, like would I rather go for a hike or go to spin class, than it is to just feel like you have to do the thing that you always do. So give yourself a choice and then get moving. 
Okay, number four, talk it out with a pro. Now, I shared about this in a Facebook and Instagram Live not long ago, and if you are interested in checking them out, you can find them on my Instagram feed, which is at self underscore care underscore bestie, or on the self care bestie Facebook page, but it's absolutely worth repeating here. If you are feeling any type of depression, seasonal or otherwise, you need to talk to a therapist. Once you share how you've been feeling and what you've been thinking with a therapist, they can help you decide the best course of action to take to treat your depression. Most people, and actually all people in my opinion, need an objective professional to help them get the right help for them. Everyone is different and your manifestation of seasonal affective disorder might look completely different from someone else's. So your therapist will be able to guide you toward the treatment option that will best treat your specific symptoms. And that's actually a really good thing too, because then you won't be, you know, trying things that don't work. You're more likely to get to the right thing more quickly if you speak to a therapist about it. Alrighty, last but not least, figure out what you want to feel and plan to feel it. So I tell my clients and my self-care besties this all the time. Rather than let yourself be swept away by your feelings, do what you can to choose how you want to feel and then act accordingly. For example, if you want to feel peaceful, joyful, and grateful, but you're currently stuck in feeling sad, lethargic, and kind of just in a rut, think of activities you can do that will help you get your desired feelings. So you could meditate or take a walk outside to feel peaceful. You could dance around your living room to your favorite playlist to feel joyful. Um, and I do this all the time. So <laughs> check my Instagram stories if you wanna see that from time to time. Um, or, and you can make a, a list of people that you're thankful for and text one of them to tell them that you're grateful for them if you want to feel grateful. The possibilities are truly endless. And while this strategy isn't meant to keep you from ever feeling sad or depressed, it is very effective at providing you with some measure of control over feelings that you may have previously felt were unchangeable or just the way you are. I promise you that is so not the case. All right, friends. Let me know if you have any other good suggestions for how to cope with seasonal depression. I am here for you if you have any questions, so don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me, like I said, at Self Care Bestie on Instagram and the Self Care Bestie Facebook page. You can also email me at any time at counseling at gmail.com. And I also want to draw your attention to my website, selfcarebestie.com, to get your free guide to reducing negative self-talk. So I'm going to be teaching you in this guide the same strategies that I share with my clients to reduce negative self-talk and grow in self-love. So you can learn how to speak to yourself with kindness and compassion in this free guide. My gift to you just for being a listener of the Self Care Bestie podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today, and I can't wait to chat with you again soon.